The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. WebmasterRadio.fm Admit it, you've been working way too hard this year. Targeting traffic, optimizing your search engines, evaluating domains, and let's not forget long hours in traffic just to spend quality time with your family. Now imagine yourself in a lush tropical paradise, surrounded by the sights and sounds of tropical island music and fun, along with all of your friends in the B2B marketplace. Well, pack your bags and come down to Search Bash, Jamaica! WebmasterRadio.fm invites you to a weekend of island bliss. Webmaster Radio presents Search Bash Jamaica. September 15th through the 18th in the Grill, Jamaica. Log on now to SearchBash.com and sign up today. You know how big our Search Bash parties are. Now imagine a fabulous, all-inclusive, fun-filled weekend and a tropical island paradise. Rooms are filling up fast, so sign up now. Webmaster Radio presents Search Bash Jamaica. September 15th through the 18th in the Grill, Jamaica. Don't miss out. Log on to SearchBash.com. Calm now. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Webmaster Radio's microphones stretch out across the Atlantic to bring you strike point. Our expert informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, Webmaster Radio presents Strike Point. Welcome to Strike Point once again this week with your host Miguel Demip and David Naylor. We have had a very good week, at least I had a really good week, and we got a whole bunch of stuff for you this uh, time. Uh, this time we made a very, very long agenda, and as you know, we're already f- always fighting about <laughs> the things between me and Dave. But uh, I think we pretty much agreed on this one, and it's a long one, so uh, let's jump into it. Are you with me, Dave? Oh, yeah. My IMs are flashing, so if you're in the chat room now, stop IMing me, because it's not very nice. Um, and if we can keep the chat room banter to the show and nothing else, then everyone will be happy and we won't get all pissy, will we? But yeah, <laughs> I think we've got maybe too much lined up today, so maybe we'll have think- to start like... We'll go through the stuff that we said we'll talk about, and then we'll basically change our mind halfway through like we normally do. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, what have so- we got lined up? Let's have a look. Um, I certainly want to do the one we call it the hotel spanning stuff, okay? So... I'm, I'm going to cover that. Are we going to actually take a vote? Which, like, hotel chain is, like, doing the most spamming? Yeah, that would be That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, um, I guess. We're going to have a look at the uh, Google deal with GoDaddy, yeah? Um, has it all gone hypocritical? Um, Google's click fraud detection systems. What some of the guys out there are saying about it? Mitchell, what yeah, well, actually, there was... Um the, the the whole thing came out from this Lane's Gift uh, case um, against Google, and uh, this um, this Dr. Alexander Tushlin uh, from New York University did a independent study on uh, whether Google's um, click fault detection system could be uh, called reasonable. Uh, 
I would call it acceptable, but he, he chose that, that word reasonable. I'm not sure about why that. But anyway, he wrote a, a very long report. It's 47 pages, and it's actually a very interesting read. We're going to discuss that um, in a minute. 47 and, um, pages? Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting details uh, in that report, and um, we have a link for you, and we're going to talk a little more about uh, some of the things that that he's talking about in that report. It's actually interesting. I, I don't say that I agree with everything that he put in it, but it, it's definitely a good read, and he did a pretty good job. So um, hats off to that. Anyway, we got a few more things. Um, there's uh, another report that came out from Amnesty International. Um, with the headline, Undermining Freedom of Expression in China, with a big picture on the front page of Yahoo. I'm not sure I would <laughs> like my brand to be on the front page of that report. Um, anyway, Amnesty has some interesting things to say about Yahoo, Microsoft, and Google and their activities in China, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. It's a very interesting report, and we have the link for you later uh, in this show. So go read it if you haven't done it. And then we move on to... Um, some, some, some talk that was this week, there's been a conference on artificial intelligence, um, and uh, Peter Norvig from Google was there, uh, Tim Berners-Lee was there, and they apparently had a discussion about the semantic web. And I must say that, that personally, I think that what Peter Norvig said in uh, this conference, apparently, um, I, I agree very much with, because he basically said that the semantic web is dead due to the incompetent webmaster. I think he's Hooray. very right in that. So um, we're going to talk a little more about that if we get the time. I think we will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, the whole semantic thing, everybody was getting so panicky about it. You know what I mean? It's just like going back two years ago. And now all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, um, yeah, it's never going to work. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the whole, the whole, the, the whole, whole concept is interesting, but there are, you know, some obstacles, and I think that the points that Peter Norvig uh, brought up from Google is actually very uh, valid and, and, and very uh, correct. So um, we're going to take a close look at that. And uh, then we got a few more, like, small, funny things. That's a few things uh, that has been released last week from Google, um, some good advices, and, um, yeah, generally just a lot of, of, of small talk. So um, I think before we really jump into the show, maybe we should uh, give our sponsors just a few minutes um, to present themselves. And uh, please welcome uh, the sponsors, the ones that are keeping this show free for you. So roll it. Sit tight and don't move. Strike Point. We'll be right back. Ooh, that won't do. WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents... EdTech, the world's largest interactive marketing event, blows into Chicago July 24th to the 25th, delivering to you the perfect composition of powerhouse keynote speakers, industry-intensive panels, and interactive workshops. Secure your presence at EdTech Chicago so you, too, can be equipped with the instruments and know-how needed to be in concert with the rest of the interactive marketing industry. Visit www.ad-tech.com to register today. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles. At hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With, with FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. 
Bomb. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. like a rock star. I thought you were going to stay tonight, aren't you? Well, I am. I was originally going to, you know, try and a few extra people popping into town. Going to have to hook up a few beers and, you know, get stupid back. I almost got the feeling they were tossing back some drinks <laughs> or something. Maybe Matt has finally given up the Sprite. Party like a rock star. It is like after 7 o'clock down here, which means it's way past drinking time. Yep. I think I'm going to head out and we're going to go to this little club here called the Flying Saucer. Sit out on the patio, drink some Blue Moons. Party like a rock star. We'll sit down by the bay and have a, a nice evening uh, in Canada cocktail. Maybe you and I'll have to throw a party. We'll have to charge money to let people in, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah it would be like the guys in high school charging three bucks a head for the two kegger in the backyard. Hey, that works for me. SEO Rockstars. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio.fm. Now back to Strike Point, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hi, and welcome back. So, because I'm all excited about um, the hotel industry spamming, um, we've decided that we're going to start off with that subject. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, good friend of mine, Jason Duke, and uh, been a co-host a few times on the show as well, hasn't he, Mikkel? Uh, yeah. Basically, on Threadwatch, started a thread about Google being biased, okay, which is fine. It, and, and the thread, like, pulled around a little bit. And I've kind of kept out of it a little bit, really. It's like, I mean, the, the whole idea of the thread was that are big brands that are spamming, yeah, are they getting a free pass? Um, and everyone remembers the BMW side of things. Uh, and people have been discussing this backwards and forwards and then let me just find out who it was that came in with some of the SERPs. Max D came in with um, SERPs are pretty much big players these days anyway. Same to a bunch of spammers though. And links to a couple of different ones like Hotels New York and Hotel Chicago or Chicago yeah, Hotel Chicago. And you go through them and you've got from the UK where I am you've got number one there which is Travel.yahoo. Uh, I don't really want to go into what <laughs> Yahoo is doing at the moment. Um, but you've got one of my favourites, Hotels.com. They're, they're quite good, yeah. especially when you get one of those uh, deals, the dot .hotels.com in there. You always know you're going to bounce around a little bit in that. And if you pull it around a bit, you will find all the deals on the deals page. That's your idea, just putting in there, bed and breakfast dripping. Um, I didn't even know <laughs> for that one. Should we have a quick check? Now, now that he's distracted me, you see, I was going to give him all the techniques of how to cross-link and rule the world, and what did he do? He distracted me. Yeah. Uh, we can get that out of you one day. Uh, nothing to do with me, any of those. <laughs> but I think um, the discussion the discussion of, of uh, whether or not uh, the big brands in, 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 in travelling and maybe other industries have a free pass to do whatever they want 
is 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 interesting from two points of view. First of all, if they actually do have it, and to some extent, it seems that they do at least have a get-out-of-jail card that works much better than the average Joe. <laughs> uh, I mean, nobody uh, nobody with a small company would have got back uh, in two days from uh, the, the the BMW case. They got back in two days because they have a stronger get-out-of-jail card. <laughs> and yeah. so I think that's, that's really proven a lot of times that they do have special privileges. Um, but the second question, of course, is, is it okay that they have? Is it reasonable from a user point of view? Is it reasonable from a market point of view? Is it fair? Is it is it open? And and I'm not I'm not sure about that question. <laughs> um, what do you say? Well, I think the the one for me, yeah, is when there's blatant cross-linking going on, yeah. Um, yeah. And you get to a situation where it's like, hang on a minute, uh, you know, what I mean, it's like. I've I've had my shit banned for that. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, so so why do they get away with it? You know what I mean? It's like, why can the Intercontinental Group have like the IC Hotels site that's got a big cross link to all the other stuff, and they're just spreading it all around themselves, yeah, and ranking all over the place. I mean, it's it's almost as bad as when the SES Radisson. Can you remember when they were doing all the uh, no script cloaking? Yeah, yeah. nice one, guys. You know what I mean? And you, you'd go, like, um, hotel in Leeds, and you'd get, like, Radisson Sweden, because their no script had more page rank than any of the other Radissons, and that would be the page that had rank. And you'd go to it, and because it was hidden, you couldn't find it. It's like, guys, 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 guys. It's like, you've been drinking too much whatever. Um, and it, the Intercontinental's doing it now, and I just can't understand why... You know, why go down that path? Um, I know it's an aggressive industry, um, and I've I've played in that industry for clients. But it's the way that they are playing it. I honestly think that they they're going a little bit crazy. And I mean, who owns Hotels dot com at the moment? I'm actually not a hundred percent sure. I never use them for anything. So. <laughs> Oh, it's Expedia. Well, <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, you see, if if I pulled a stunt like this, deals.hotels.com, yeah, just scroll through it. You know what I mean? It's like hotels in Gatwick Airport, hotels near Manchester Airport. You know, it's just like, this <laughs> This is a scraper site if I've ever seen one. And you've got like, I don't know, it just goes on and on and on. And on 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 and on. It's like you can't you can't seriously say that that that's good. That's quality. You know what I mean? It's like I could understand that if they made made it with a site map and and didn't have like the little customer GUI right at the top, so that you've got to go down below the fold to see all the spammy sort of stuff. That's just to me, it's a little bit. You know what I mean? It's a little bit underhand so to speak um, and they do link to Expedia as well yeah I've, I've seen business.com one as well that's that's just as bad um, <laughs> <laughs> no it, it is though isn't it it's like it's it's all of a sudden it's like it's as if somebody has woken up in the corporate world and went hey yeah. but there's one you, thing at least you know and that's two hours, hours. we can yeah. all do it and it's yeah. like uh, something will happen you know what I mean? Something will happen, and all of a sudden, 
you'll get the situation where shit will hit the fan, yeah, and someone will make that decision that we cannot stand this to happen anymore. Or the team in, who's heading up this in the different SEs will go, look, we either ban these, yeah, because I honestly believe it's like if you go down the Google route with, like, Matt and his team, I'm sure that they don't want this shit in their search engine, yeah? It sends out the total wrong message. Um, and, you you know, I mean, you maybe get a situation where Matt turns out and says, look, I, I want to go on holiday and I, and I want it to be an extended holiday and, and maybe we've, when we've sorted everything out in a year or so, I'll, I'll come back. Um, and, you know what I mean? It's like, I think you're wrong there, Ogletree. Ogletree's saying that he's talked to Matt um, and he does not care. I think that you're totally, totally wrong. Um, I think that from my conversations with him, he's very passionate about spam in Google and doesn't want to see it there at all. Um, I, I mean, the, I, 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 I'm, I totally agree with you, Dave. Matt is not only concerned about uh, spam, as he likes to call it, but he, he's generally concerned about making Google the best engine that he can. I mean, he's, he's definitely one of the guys at Google that are fighting for a really good engine. No doubt about that. He's doing a good job, too. Um, however, you know, looking back in time on the travel industry and the hotel industry more specifically, um, isn't it true to say that it actually was worse going just two years back in the sense that the kind of results you were getting for most of the queries did not lead you as a consumer, as a buyer, to what you were actually looking for. If you're looking for uh, for a specific hotel in London, you just could not find it. And the kind of sites that turned up was all very, very small, questionable sites. And now what is turning up is Hotels.com, Expedia.com, all these major brands that at least to the majority of consumers are going to um, impose some kind of a, a security or, 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 you know, at least it's, it's, it's going to be likely that they want to buy from a place like that, let me put it like that. So, so isn't, it, isn't it actually serving the users right if Google is actually prioritizing these sites more than they should and letting them get away with more than they should from a user point of view? Yeah, well, I mean, the way that I see it is that what's happened is that, or maybe I see it slightly wrong, is that the, the big brands, like you said, it's like if I landed on a page and I saw Expedia, I'd think, well, hey, I trust that brand. You know what I mean? Um, and therefore, I'd most probably be more tempted to, like you say, just book with them. Um, if I see Hotels.com, you know what I mean? It's like I go, yeah, it's they are a proper sign, you know what I mean? They're a real bona fide company. Um, and they are, you know what I mean? It's, there's, no, there's no difference in it, you know what I mean? It's like they've got a brand trust not only with the public, they've got a brand trust with the search engine. And, you know what I mean? And it's like all of a sudden you've got the situation where a good analogy is you, you put two boxes in the ring and because they're both trusted, yeah, you don't expect one of them to try and bite the other fucker's ear off, do you? Now we're picking on hotels, but in, in, in reality, there's been a lot of other sites pointed out, such as uh, New York Times, NPR, uh, About.com, and there's been numerous you know, uh, sites that seem to have been treated differently than the majority of sites. Let's just put it that way. Yes. And, I mean, and I, I tell you who's going to be the real big player in Google, yeah? And kudos to them, yeah? Yahoo. Yeah. Seriously, 
seriously, you, you watch. The next six months, yeah, either that or really fucked it up for them, yeah, but the next six months, you will see Yahoo appearing everywhere, yeah. But, um, but you know what? But you know what? When I started uh, back in, in the early days of my career, as you know, I was working at search engines. In, uh, I was managing the, the largest Scandinavia search engine back then. Um, and I was after I left that job, I did a bit of a lot of consulting for other portals around um, around Europe. And every single one of those portals or search engines that that I did consulting for, part of the strategies that we were working on. So it's not a big secret because everybody was doing it. Was how do we optimize? our own sites in the other engines. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a brilliant way to compete. You can, you know, attract more users or you can take their users. So, you know, from a strategy point of view, it makes a whole lot of sense to try and, and, and do that. And I believe that most uh, 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 search engines and portals of any size are trying to do this. And just like any SEO, um, the ones that do it best is going to get the most out of it. <laughs> but it would be actually, it would be very interesting to see if it was possible an analysis of how many search visitors Google sent to Yahoo versus how many Yahoo sent to Google and, and around, you know, versus the, the different uh, major players in this game. It would be interesting to see, actually. Yeah, and it would be interesting to see how many of the corporate brands that are spamming are actually AdWords advertisers, too. Yeah, <laughs> it would it would be because that's another accusation that's been flying around that if you're big enough in advertising, uh, you can get away with just about anything. Yeah. I personally seen one example with a major client in the U.S. I cannot say the name, of course. It's a very big brand name that I did work with. They were kicked out of Google for about 24 hours, and they got back in. And the reason they were kicked out was cloaking, blatant cloaking. And they got back in, including the cloaking. They were politely asked to try and change it over, you know, the next few weeks or months or so. But they got back in, and the, the only reason they got back in was because they threatened to pull the entire AdWords budget, and it was a very big one. Yeah, now, I mean, I, I've seen this firsthand, and that's not a lie. This is true. And I've seen other of my colleagues, I believe Greg Bosa had some firsthand experience as well with this uh, area. People in the business have experienced this firsthand, people that I trust, uh, and I've seen it myself. So it does happen. Um, but I don't think it's very frequent. <laughs> I don't think, you know, just because you shouldn't, you shouldn't, shouldn't expect to get a, a, a get-out-of-jail card just because you spend a couple of thousand uh, with Google AdWords. <laughs> I mean, one of the things I would do, yeah, is, you know what I mean, it's, well, look at some of the large brands. Look at what Intercontinental group owns, you know what I mean? They own the Crown Plaza, Indigo, Holiday Inn that I posted up in the chat room, uh, Holiday Inn Express, Staybridge, you know what I mean? And, it's like, and you go to these sites and they're all like www.shanghaihotels.dealsonhotels.com and it's like everything is subdomained out and you go to that one, top destinations, that's all okay, that's all in the same sub. That's on the same sub, then deals, 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 deals. They're keeping their, then the cross link at the base again. This is all the stuff that we do. Deals on hotels, stays on deals on hotels. But it's, you go through it, and the more you go through it, the, all of a sudden you start to feel that you're coming out the other side a little bit dirty. Um, and it, it's no, just, I wouldn't it's say a little bit, bit dirty. <laughs> it's, 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 it's dirt dirty. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and the, I, I was going to mention the, the, 
company that did get kicked out for cloaking, although they weren't a client of mine, I've never dealt with them, I know who they are. <laughs> but it seems you've already, meant, already said about that case, I think I will just say nothing about who they were. Um, That's not really but, the important part either, uh, because we all see it happening all around us all the time. Uh, so the, 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 the interesting thing, of course, for many uh, brand owners is, uh, and I, I know we discussed this a few times before uh, during the, the BMW case. Um, if a client asks you, uh, is my brand big enough to um, to get special privileges? privileges? Um, you know, that that's a tough question because for some brands, you would definitely be able to say yes, you are, or no, you're not. But there's going to be a whole bunch of brands in that gray zone where, you know, they might be big enough to... to be able to have that impact, or they m- might have a big enough ad budget to 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 make that kind of impact. But there's not really a very clear line on this. Yeah, I mean, it's the one that gets me with, um, especially with the, um, I'm, I'm going to stick on the Intercontinental Group for a little bit until my IM goes crazy and says someone's going to sue your ass. Stopping with the BMW one. <laughs> um, <laughs> If you go to holidayin.co.uk, yeah, you get a redirect straight to High C Hotels Group, okay? But all the subdomains don't. What's that about? You know what I mean? Why have the Holiday Inn domain pointing to one? And then you go to crownplaza.com. That goes to High C Hotels, but they've got a load of subdomains. How do you get to these subdomain pages? You know what I mean? It's like, where's the linking structure? You know what I mean? It's like, are these all little islands? Um, I mean, Candlewood Suites, where does that go to? Candlewood Suites? Oh, it goes to IC Hotels Group. Um, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's this, um, Candlewood, Candlewood. And again, it's all of this www.subdomain.domain.com, and it's like, it's, it's, it's just one big cross-link mess. Um, and to be honest with you, if I was Matt Cush and I was looking at this, I wouldn't even know where to start on it. You know what I mean? No, and, I, and that, you, I think that's been the problem from the day one. I, I remember about two years ago during one of the open forum sessions, we had a certain strategies. Maybe it was two years ago, some saying we'll say I don't remember, but we were talking about uh, the the the. the how how cluttered the, the the whole travel business is in search, and how bad the results were, and they were even worse two years ago than they are now. And we were talking about, you know, if we were running the engines, what would we do? How would we clean up the travel industry? And as some some guy suggested, I don't remember who it was, is that the the only the only way to clean it up would be to to ban all travel sites, <laughs> which of course is kind of funny. But it it, it, it it's I, I, as you say, I wouldn't know where to start. Because it's such a cluttered business. I tell you what, can can okay, can someone do a search for me? Okay, I want people out there to search for talent gig. Yeah, can you do that yeah. for me, Mickle, as well, and see what you come up with? For what exactly? For, just for the keyword, two key two keyword split talent space gig. Okay, what do you get? What do you get? <laughs> Someone says you win, Dave, win one and number two. Now, do you know what was interesting? Yeah? Yeah. I if I good. actually screenshotted it or not. Because what it was was the... Oh, you see, I did, see that's me and I didn't screenshot it. What an idiot. Um, ooh, there you go. How did I get to that one? Look at that little fella there, though. Yeah, so you got all the Craigslist spam, yeah? 
um, all the way through. And it's kind of weird, you know, it's like, um, I know that one day my trusted domain status is going to go out the window, yeah? Because David Taylor <coughs> is now trusted. So I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I've, I've got a trusted domain. I, I could subdomain it all to shit and do crazy things. But, hey, Matt, if you're listening, I'm not going to do that because I'm having too much fun the way that it is at the moment. Um, but it is, you know what I mean? It's kind of like bizarre that that, to me, is really, really wrong. You know what I mean? It's like that is the sort of d- query that you get and you think, why the hell am I using Google? You know what I mean? When I've got so many, like, Craigslist, 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 over and over and over again, then there is something wrong with that. Um, and it's like, that is so, so, so wrong. I mean, I've, I've just posted up there that I changed my query from talent gig to gigs, yeah? And as soon as I did that, whoa, did it open up a whole world of spam. Um, I think there's maybe two or three that are non-Craigslist and everything else is. Um, yeah. And the message that Google's sending out is that if you want to be number one for something, yeah, you've got your trusted domain, you'll all have one tucked away somewhere, you just maybe don't realize that you've got one, yeah? And all you need to do is do a www, subdomain, real domain name, dot com, dot org, dot whatever, yeah? Hell, you don't even need the www, yeah? It's just kind of common practice that people's eyes when they're looking in that little green bit they expect to see www um nothing to do with ranking it's more to do with uh tricking the user into believing it's a real website and not a, a spam website um have we hit this enough do you think should we move on to something else yeah i think actually we should move on to a little break because i need to um, go down just for a second and do my stuff and um we actually been talking way too much. <laughs> it's an interesting subject, so it doesn't matter. But let's uh, let's give our sponsors just a few minutes, and then we can pick up some fresh coke. So roll it, Mark. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be right back. Ooh, that won't do. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. Captain's Log, Stardate 8130.3. Starship Enterprise on training mission to Gamma Hydra, Section 14. Identify for retina scan. It's Monty Khan. Khan, you've got Genesis. But you don't have me. You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. The masses are starting to get online and get their identities and find new ways to make money in the marketplace, and I think they're all aiming their guns. You have a tendency to express ideas in military terms, Mr. Khan. 
This is a social occasion. Well, they are party animals. They do throw uh, some of the best parties in our industry, that's for sure. Evaluation, Mr. Fox. Crude methods, but effective. We posted our booth up next to uh, a booth that's giving away beer. How appropriate that is for you guys, huh? Hey, I've taken care of everything. Now, all you all got to do is just relax. Doctor's orders. If I don't see you next week, I'll see you in two weeks from now. Same time, same place. Tom, how do we know you'll keep your word? I promise you, be the master of your domain. <laughs> Don't incur the wrath of Khan. Listen to Domain Masters, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Okay, welcome back to StrikePoint. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about a couple of reports that came out uh, this last week. Um, the first one is a report that was done in um, relation to a case between Google and Lane's Gifts. Um, I haven't been too much into all the details of that case, but it's a, it's a case of click fraud. And, um, uh, as part of that case, uh, an ex- external um, investigator, a, a, a professor from, uh, or doctor from uh, New York University, uh, I'm not going to try and p- pronounce his name, but we put the link in the, in the chat room to the report. Uh, he was um, hired to, to investigate what Google is actually doing to combat uh, click fraud and, and make an, assa- uh, um, an assessment on whether um, what they're doing is reasonable. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what they chose that was reasonable instead of, let's say, acceptable or legal or whatever, but that's what they chose, and that's what he investigated. It's a very interesting read. Um, it's a 47-page uh, uh, PDF file. So it's a long read. There's a whole bunch of stuff about the history of search and blah, 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 blah. That's not maybe not that interesting. Uh, but there are a whole lot of things related to how Google look at uh, uh, click forward and, um, and, and, and some of the things they're actually doing uh, about it, of course not all the details. Um, and that is actually one of the more interesting things that he's pointing out in this report is the whole conflict of PPC is that you cannot tell the advertisers what click forward is exactly because if you do that, then you open up the gate for uh, fallen people to exploit the system. So that is a conflict, you know. You can't really say what, uh, what, it, what, what you do to prevent click fraud. So Google is really limited in that sense. Otherwise, it wouldn't be secure. On the other hand, as an advertiser, I want to know what is a valid click and what is not, and, and, and when or, or not you charge me wrongly for, for the clicks that I pay for. So uh, um, it's, it's, that, that conflict in itself is interesting, and the suggestions that he makes in the report is that the only way to really combat this is by going to a CPA model, which, as we all know, Google is actually testing out now in a, in a limited beta test. So that, that may actually be the future for, for, for PBC going CPA. Um, which is an interesting thing that, that he concludes in his report. Um, he does conclude in the report. Um, he does conclude in the report that he believes that um, Google's efforts to combat click fraud are reasonable. Um, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure that I agree with that. But go ahead and read the report. It's it's a very interesting uh, uh, read. Um, there's a 
whole whole bunch of things that, that, that details he's going through and considerations. One of them that I find interesting is that he's talking about, you know, Google don't like the term click fault, which is, of course, a very funny, you know, part of this story as well. They don't like the term click fault. They like to call it invalid links or invalid clicks. And, of course, that sounds, uh, that sounds a lot better. But I tell you, Google, if you're listening out there, I'm going to call the click fault as long as you keep calling it search engine spam. So <laughs> if you drop that stupid term, then I'll agree to the invalid click term. <laughs> of course, this is all about who you put the blame on in the wording of things. If you call it click fraud, Google is, you know, to some degree liable for the fraudulent action. And if you call it invalid click, it's more just a technical term to describe something that's not working. But they do actually have a point, and he's actually making that point very clear in the report, the, the, the dear doctor, uh, Tushlin, I don't know how to pronounce that name, but the, the, the doctor from New York uh, um, University is making a good point about the distinction between invalid clicks and click fraud in the sense that there can be invalid clicks that are not fraudulent by nature, such as double-clicking uh, occurring from, from same users and, and, you know, other things that are definitely not fraudulent action. And then there can be invalid clicks that are, in fact, fraudulent because some publishers might want to want to milk the system or whatever so they're fraudulent in nature and in that sense he is right but but i would still say that the majority of what we would call invalid clicks are in fact fraudulent or at least that's the ones that that i think advertisers are most concerned about um you i don't think you got yeah. a chance to Can read I the report yet, did you, oh. David? you know what <sighs> two things yeah if yahoo are listening yeah employ this guy I mean, I'm just having a quick read through, and some of the stuff that he seems to be saying does actually make kind of a hell of a lot of sense. Um, but the big one that jumps out to me, like what you've been saying, is that he's come up with the fact that it's reasonable, yeah? It's not good, it's not fantastic, it's not superb, it's not excellent, it's just reasonable. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's, it's not that I totally disagree with him. I, I'm just, you know, I'm not... I'm not sure I would call it reasonable, but that's, you know, that's a, a discussion of semantics and there's no reason to go into that. Uh, it, it, I think the report is interesting uh, um, and it does show that Google is definitely taking this serious and they are definitely putting a lot of efforts into it. I think that this guy might have spent too much time with the engineers at Google and too little time with people criticizing the, the system. Uh, I yeah. think maybe it could have been a little more balanced. But, but, again, read the report. It's, it's an interesting read, and, and definitely, I think, a document that's going to be a very important document in this whole click-forward discussion going on. So go ahead and uh, read that one. There was another report uh, coming out that was uh, kind of interesting, too, and this one is not actually hitting on, um, on Google alone. I'm gonna, just going to post the, the, the link to it in the, in, in the chat room. Um, I know that the links are going to be on the uh, 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 Webmaster Radio download site as well once this uh, show is over. Um, this report was headlined, Undermining Freedom of Expression in China, the Role of Yahoo, Microsoft, and Google, and a nice big picture of the Yahoo logo on the front page. I don't think that's what you call good branding. But um, anyway, they got to this page uh, because um, Amnesty feel that these companies have not done enough to try and sustain human rights in China. They have uh, too easily um, uh, accepted uh, 
posse requirements from the Chinese government. And that's, again, you should go and read this document because there's a lot of interesting things in it uh, that I didn't know about. For instance, the fact that there's nothing in the Chinese law that say that they need to filter out certain words or anything like that. They're actually, the law, as Amnesty explains, is, is very fussy about this. And um, they, they, so they, they point out that these companies seem to have done more than they have to to please and be in good favor with a government that is, you know, strange to them in some way. So they, they're doing actually more harm than they have to to try and be nice to the Chinese government. And what Amnesty is saying, you have a responsibility. There is, there is a codex that we all, that most of the civilized countries signed in, in, the, in the International Human Rights Declaration, and it, part of that is also the responsibility for, for companies to fight against uh, things that, that, that are, 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 not in, in, um, uh, are not allowed in, 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 in terms of this, uh, these human rights. Um, but, I mean, how far do you go, though, Mikko? You know what I mean? It's like, I hate politics. Um, I always seem to pick the wrong side, and everyone gets really, really upset with me. But, damn, I'm going to have another go anyway. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't want to do comparisons between... Israel and the Lebanon, because obviously two guys, you know, I mean, one one guy in China gets arrested in prison for ten years, yeah, and everyone's like, well, Yahoo turned him in, blah 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 blah. How unfair was that? You know, what I mean, what what should Yahoo have done? Went to the American government and said, hey, look, we really need to start bombing this country to bits until they let this um, guy out of prison. No, you but, but I mean, Amnesty, Amnesty actually points out a few things that they should have done because Amnesty is not just accusing them for doing something wrong. They're actually saying, hey, guys, you did it this way and you could have done it this way. And one of the things they point out is that they could have tried out all legal uh, systems in China to try and say, no, we, we don't want to do this and we want to fight you in court over it or we want to, you know, fight our within the legal framework of how China works. And then... By the end of the day, if they had lost all, you know, ways of trying to fight this in a legal way within the Chinese framework, they, you know, Amnesty would have said say that they would have been more acceptable for, 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 for violating some of these uh, human rights. But apparently these engines did not take up the fight. Uh, contrary to that... To be honest, I mean, it's like, is it their fight? Well, if it's not their fight, it's their fault. You know, if you, if you decide... You know, if you decide to contribute to something that the entire world agree is not right, or most of the, the world agree is not right, uh, then you're participating in it. I mean, the, the, the thing is, and I don't want to make parallels into that because it's a completely different situation, but, you know, in Europe, the, 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 the big companies, Volkswagen and other companies, they, they, they said exactly the same thing that the engines are saying now, working together with the Nazi government during the Second World War, you know, and they said the same thing, we have to do that, and this is the right way to do it, but they were exploiting a wrong system to make profits. And, you know, there has to be a limit. You know, I don't know if, if, if the line is exactly here or if it's further down the road, but there must be a line. You know, let's take an extreme example. If, if some government said, well, you have to show Nazi ads on top of every search result because that's the law in our country, should they, you know, go along with that? I, I, you know, there must be a limit at some point. I, I'm not sure where the limit is, but, but I'm sure that both Google and MSN and Yahoo agree that there is a limit. And that's the other thing that, that Amnesty points out. They actually, it's very interesting, they point out specific quotes 
from mission statements or statements made from the CEOs of Microsoft and Yahoo and Google, and they compare these statements with actions, and they just doesn't match up, you know. So either they have to change those mission statements and start having mission statements that, that reflects the way they act, or they should change the way they act. Yeah, I mean, anyway. I don't know. It's, it's, you know, I, mean, I, I understand when you got, like, the whoever it was in Google that said serving our end users at the heart of what we do, and it means our number one priority, unless it's China, of course, then we're going to just abide by the rules um, of the Chinese government. And, yeah, you know what I mean? Okay, I put in a lot of the end bit. They actually stopped at number one priority. Um, but it's... you. The, chi- the whole Chinese thing, you know what I mean, it's like, it, it is a monetary thing, you know what I mean? Um, you look at Google, they had a market share there, the Chinese blocked them, um, and they blocked them in such a way that it meant that their market share went directly to somebody else. And what do you do? Do you say, fine, we, w- we won't be in China at all? Um, or do you say, well, if we play by their rules, at least, you know what I mean, if we look at what their rules are, and it's A, B, C, D, E, F, G, well, at least we know that there's other stuff getting through anyway. You know what I mean? And at least we we are trying to get through to the Chinese people. Um, I don't know. It's it's a minefield, you know what I mean? And it's the China one is not going to go away in a hurry. It's such a massive marketplace that it's almost suicide not to be in there. And when you're dealing with the government that basically can turn you off, um, I think you've just got to, you know what I mean, you, you, you've got to bend by their rules, unfortunately. Um, and although I don't agree with the Chinese government, I kind of agree with Google on this one, that they're trying to just make a, they're doing a bad job of a bad situation. Um, there's no good job to be done here. No, and that's why I think they they may have uh, may have made a, a stronger statement by not going there uh, and going there at a later stage. You know, I think you know what Google is saying. I think is really pretty. Uh, 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 you know, I don't know what to call it really, but you know, they they claim that it's important for the Chinese people that Google are in China. You know, take it easy, guys. You're not that great. You know, I love you guys, but you know, you know, China, China was around, you know, thousands of years before you came, and they're going to be around thousand years bef- after you die. You know, China don't need Google. You okay, know, I think China way. need human rights more than they need Google. <laughs> and yeah, and they I agree with that. Google, if 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 the, if the uh, Danish government decided to ban Google tomorrow, would you be happy about it or not? If they decided to ban them tomorrow, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't like it because I like searching in Google. But, 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 yeah, but I, I think the Chinese most probably like searching in Google as well. Yes, you know what I mean? It's, 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 we, I think because we don't live there, we don't live in that society, it's hard for us, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I know that they try to cover up certain things of their history, yeah? Um, and they just do it a lot better than a lot of other people do. Yeah, well, I, 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 don't, I don't know, you know, it's, it's, you know, that's the, you know, of course... I, it, it, we are not living in China. I haven't even been to China, so you know my knowledge is just from reading. And and it, you know I'm just I'm just uh, really we're just discussing uh, a, a, a report from what I would say is reli- is to me a reliable source 
in these matters. Amnesty International. I, I, you know, it's of course a question of what you believe, but I do believe in general most of the stuff that comes out from from Amnesty International to be of a a high quality. So when they do criticize companies, and I think actually the criticism in this case is 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 constructive because they're not just saying, oh, you do everything wrong, but say, well, at these points you could do better by doing so and so. You know, it's, it, I think that's, a, that's actually a very uh, professional way of criticizing uh, other companies for what they're doing. Uh, but I think that, that Amnesty International is a reliable source that, that I do take into to consideration when they come out with a report like that. But anyway, I think that we are moving into um, the next commercial break and then uh, go away from all the political stuff because, as you say, it's it's burning hot, and um, some people may not ag- agree, but we don't care. <laughs> we not we may not even agree. <laughs> no, and I don't think we ever will. On it's, it's politics, isn't it? It's like let's go let's go down to the I don't know. Let's try religion for a bit, shall we? <laughs> no, I think we take that commercial break now, and then right after the break, we we're gonna jump into some much more fun spammy stuff. So uh, roll it, Mark. Sit tight and don't move. Strike Point. We'll be right back. Ooh, that won't do. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch Media.com today. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? Well, what kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. Smart.com. Oh, my phone. Right, I know. I don't like it. <laughs> Speaking of a girl named Susie. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of a girl named Susie. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the new world. Madonna. Madonna. The hottest woman in the world. You can bounce a quarter off those buns. Madonna. Speaking of a girl named Susie. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of a girl named Susie. Yeah, yeah. Women love a good dancer and they love a good kisser. I like that. I like that. Dude, you are so cool. 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 Isn't that the funniest thing? Smoocher. Speaking of a girl named Susie. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of a girl named Susie. Yeah, yeah. At Tech Connect. Thursdays, following the daily search cast. <laughs> 
Only on Webmaster Radio. I always liked my name, but now I'm having second thoughts. Now back to Strike Point. Only on Webmaster Radio. Now here's your host. Hi and welcome back. I should have been reading my IM where Mickle said you start, and I wasn't. I was reading some. Microsoft Research Paper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it when that happens, don't you? Okay, yeah. we're going to talk about the filthy, rich scheme of domain holding pages. <laughs> <laughs> Where should we start? I mean, it's, it's, there's, a, there's more than about 400 million different angles to take on this, isn't there? Um, sure is. Uh, I mean... Let's let's hit the one that has hit the news recently. Um, Webmaster Radio's Genstar, click this, reported the on her blog about GoDaddy now offering what do they call it? Click Cash or something like this. Where is it? Wow, it was like on the twentieth. Was it that long ago? Uh, they're gonna call it. Cash parking. <laughs> That's what they call it. Yeah, cash parking. Yeah, and it's like, oh, awesome. You know what I mean? So basically, what they do, you register a domain name. Yeah, if you've got a very large portfolio of domain names, and you get around about, I think it's three quarters of a million impressions a month. I think something like that. Anyway, you can get Google's special. Yeah. Um, domain holding package. Now, what it is, um, the one that everyone's talking about at the moment is, why do I always think that says fisting for gina? It's fishing gina. <laughs> it does, though, doesn't it? It's just, you look at you think, that's kind of like a real porno hardcore site. Um, <laughs> it is. You see, it's like, it's fishing, fish in G site. Oh no! It, but it's kind of rude to me. You know what I mean? Anyway, if you go <laughs> to it, you will see, yeah, that every one of those pages, yeah, is a it's your, it's your traffic arbitrage, yeah. Um, fishing in ah, well, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Fishing, ah, well. But if you look down the side, you got all those fishing links. If you click on one of those, yeah, that fisting site will get paid for it. If you click on the popular searches like car rental, yeah, you'll get a load of car rental sites down the side. And if you click on those, that fisting site will get paid for it again. Um, so basically, it's pretty damn well. It's an easy way yeah. to get money, isn't it? Now the and, and, and of course, uh, some of the criticism that has come up um, has been in, in in the line of whether Google is is an AdWords hypocrite because. They just launched a program, uh, uh, the, the, the quality score that we discussed uh, last week, to increase the quality of landing pages, to increase the use uh, experience. And, and then the next week they go and close this deal about Park Domain with GoDaddy. And it's like, is that the kind of, of quality they want, Park Domains? You know? <laughs> it's, well, if all we the Park Domain stuff, haven't that? What would be a good question is, is can you do traffic arbitrage to those holding pages via AdWords, or is that like well out? 
you know what I mean? Um, now, is it, have, have they actually partnered? You know what I mean? Let me just, I just want to read what, I, I want to take what Jen said, has said here as gospel, yeah? GoDaddy has placed a domain parking page in all its park domains that is registered with GoDaddy customers. With GoDaddy's earnings on the, re the revenue of the Google AdSense program, specifically AdSense for domains, running on those many park pages. Now GoDaddy is offering customers the ability to run AdSense for domains on their park pages. Okay, it's, so this is not really a deal that uh, Google and GoDaddy have done. You know what I mean? The, Google actually have a service, AdSense for domains. It's mainly for people who have got large portfolios, and I think it's 750,000. I want to just find that. I've said I think that twice now, and I hate that. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-
Yeah, my wife wouldn't allow me. <laughs> I, you see, I just do broad matching when I do sort of like um, domain land grabs, and I always end up grabbing some really weird ones. And I mean, seriously weird ones. Yeah, I know, I know. You are weird, Steve. <laughs> yeah, the less yeah, I know less about my system. domain collection. Yeah. yeah, you set up your system to grab those domains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we can just about make time for a few more uh, small things. There was, uh, as we said in the beginning, there was a, a conference on artificial intelligence with Tim Berners-Lee and, and 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 Google representatives and, and a lot of other people, very icky heady people. Uh, but anyway, there was a discussion about the the semantic web that has been discussed for years. Um, and uh, Tim Berners-Lee have been been fighting for 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 the work on the semantic web and apparently believe very much in in its um, in its rollout. And Google's uh, Peter Norvig had, uh, said something uh, that to me sounds very wise. Uh, he said something about uh, the fact that webmasters are in general too incompetent to uh, comply with the requirements in a semantic web. Uh, already now, we have to accept that the majority of webmasters are, are not able to code a perfect HTML they're not able to fill out simple meta information and title information for every single page so it's correct. So assuming that they would now be able to fit a much more extensive and rigid uh, set of requirements is, to me, very naive. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen right around the corner. No, it's, it's one of those ones where it's like, uh, you know what I mean, it's, you're hoping, aren't you? It's hoping like that people won't click on AdSense because it's AdSense. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, that's an AdSense block. Let's click on it all, all day long. It was like um, David Ogletree was having a problem earlier on today, and he posted in the chat room, um, can anyone see AdSense on here? And I'm like, yeah, tell me when you want me to stop clicking. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like people become paranoid over it. It's like one of those things where it's like, what do you do? You know what I mean? Is it where do you go? It's like you've got to understand that people are going to fall into the the, the little Google world that Googlers want them to, or the little Yahoo world that Yahoo want them to. And at the end of the day, there's always going to be the smart people out there that basically just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. Um, and it's like you're not going to change the world, Google. You're not. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> there was an interesting uh, term showing up uh, last week that 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 I stumbled upon. Uh, click pirates. Um, it was in uh, in the super affiliate blog. Um, we was talking about uh, uh, some interesting communities that that I haven't been too much aware of yet. But there's apparently these gangs of of click pirates that that group up in these uh, um, schemes where they all, you know, click on, on they're having these auto-surf uh, pages and click ads uh, and all the money are going into this uh, central company and then they all divide it into small pieces and, of course, the guy who, who sets up this uh, system gets a majority of the, of the cake, as always. Uh, and, and what I found surprising is that the communities that were linked to in this article had, like, uh, several hundred thousand members and millions and millions of postings. I think one of the forums were like four or five million postings. So apparently there's a whole lot of people involved 
in this ganging up uh, uh, on, on, on clicking. And uh, I find it very hard to believe that any PVC engine is going to be able to filter out this kind of activity. So, uh, I, I mean, mean, it's like all, I mean, I can't remember which country <coughs> was doing it. Um, but the thing it is, was the thing quite is, a well-organized ring, and it was simple. All I did was they advertised in the newspapers for moms at home. Um, they had to put a website up with uh, a bit of content on it and their own AdSense account, and then they were fed URLs to go to each week. You know what and, I mean? uh, and, and it's like, and the and thing like is, wow, that hurt me $100, you know what I mean, by just visiting other people's websites and clicking on the ads. How does that work? I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? And, and, and once you've got is, like half a million people on that list, even if you get one that goes, hang on a minute, this is click fraud. It's like, what are they going to do? Either A, complain, yeah, um, and nine times out of ten, people kind of do that straight away. You can't do that. That's click fraud. It's against Google's terms and conditions. Okay, take them off the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they were really smart, what they'd do is go, okay, I'm going to just email someone at Google in the AdSense department and tell them what's going on. Then they get the automated response back, <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, then maybe it is okay to do. Um, but, yeah, it's, you can't stop it. You know what I mean? It's like, and, I mean, I wonder if you could actually take a site down by it. If you had, like, a, a million zombies... And you went, just go to Engadget and click all their ads all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you'd be like, well, you're obviously getting clicked a bit. We can't track it. It's from zombies all over the world. Um, do we pay him? Or do we ban him? Or do we go, there is a problem with our ad system at the moment. Um, I don't know. What do you do? If, uh, if I don't know what to do about that. Do not go to Engadget and click on his ads. It's click fraud, and and it's not funny, and it's not big, and it's not clever. But, I, you know, one thing that's interesting, and it came up in some discussions, is that the mom and pops that sign up to a program like that and get served pages that they should click on every day, I don't think they are, at least as far as I know from, from, from Danish law, they're not actually committing anything illegal. Uh, the, guy, the person who's sending out the email, I would imagine, is. Yeah, the guy that organizes it might be liable uh, to some kind of... I suppose it depends how you word it, really, isn't it? Mm? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like you're part of an AdSense pyramid. Yeah, Sign up ten friends to this pyramid, Yeah, and each of your friends will have to visit your site once a week. And they will most probably want to click on your AdSense because... They know that that will earn you revenue. Obviously, we're not saying that you should do this, but if you did click on another person's ad, you never know that when people come to visit your site, they may return that favor. Is that how yeah. you go or not? I, I think you could even go more radical, at least in, in what, from what I know of, of Danish law. Uh, there's, there's nothing wrong for me to receive a list from you every day with the number of websites I have to go to and click at. It's legal for me to go to the website. It's legal for me to click the ads, even if I have no intention of buying anything. That's not illegal. I think I don't know. I, I don't it, think it, I it, want to go that radical. That sort of radical is where you end up in prison with two big black guys playing mummy and daddy with you. <laughs> You've been there? <laughs> not for that crime. <laughs> 
Well, I don't think I'd, I'd... I'd draw the line and play mummies and daddies with prisoners. That's yeah, what I'd yeah, I, I don't want to play anything, that game. Anything that's going to make me play that game, yeah, I don't want to play. No, no, I don't like that game either. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're just about out of time, aren't we? I think we're just way out of our time, but um, once again, <laughs> I think we had a good show, so um, we live with it. Yeah. Okay, Mark, turn us off, mate. We've had enough. <laughs>